0: Well, hey you guys, welcome to the Connection Point Worldview Podcast. This is Pastor Ron, I'm here with Dr. Zach Breitenbach, Pastor Dr. Zach and uh, Pastor Trey Shigley. They head up our Worldview department at Connection Point in central Indiana and they've been teaching a series to our students uh, called Worldview and the Truth. Now this one is specific for our middle schoolers right now and this podcast is designed to help take parents deeper into places that your students have already gone so in this first week guys you laid some groundwork for actually what is truth so can you give us a big picture overview of how the first lesson provides maybe a foundation uh, for what's to come in the series yeah. So we want students to know what a worldview is. I mean, we're called
1: uh, the worldview dudes, uh, as Sean and Tony uh, call us. And, you know, we're, we're the worldview department at church. And, and I don't think everybody really knows what a worldview is. Mm. I, I know uh, not all parents do. And uh, uh, we're, we're trying to make sure everyone kind of knows, uh, including the students. So that's a big part of the series we're building up to kind of, uh, especially next week, we're going to unpack kind of what is a worldview and eventually what is a Christian worldview. But first, we want to lay some foundations about truth, because if you're going to talk about the truth of the Christian worldview and these big questions about what's true about reality in the world, uh, well, there needs to be such a thing as truth, Mm -hmm. right? So, So this lesson is aimed at sort of defining truth, Uh, talking about how truths can be about subjective versus objective things and kind of unpacking that and sort of the role of personal opinion and truth. Hmm. And uh, how do we know there is truth? How do we know there's objective truth that applies to everyone? And then a little bit about our true identity. What is true about you? That's kind of where we started off in this first week as we're
0: building up to uh, talking about worldview. That's awesome. Um, So you began week one by defining truth. How do you define it?
2: Yeah. Uh, it's important to define what truth is, but it's also painfully simple. Uh, <laughs> truth is just what matches up with reality. Hmm. And so uh, if I say something like the phone is in my hand, uh, that statement would be true if the phone really was in my hand. It's, it's that simple. The truth is just whatever matches up uh, with reality. So that's kind of what we're working with as we're going through this um, topic here.
1: And that's always the definition, uh, regardless of whether it's a subjective truth or an objective truth. That's that's always, as we go through this, you'll see that's always going to be the uh, the definition.
0: Awesome. Um, so next, you talked about how some truths are about or based upon personal beliefs and opinions, or maybe even cultural practices. Yet other truths are not based upon what any person or any culture thinks about them. Can you unpack this just for a bit?
2: So some truths, they are based on personal preferences, cultural practices, um, where the truth is dependent on someone's opinion or ideas. And so uh, favorite ice cream, my favorite ice cream is uh, Moose Tracks ice cream. And uh, that is true. It reflects reality, right? Um, But it's also dependent on my opinion. And so I am able to, uh, it's not true for Uh, Zach necessarily but for me it is and so I'm able to uh, kind of influence that through my opinion but then there's things that cannot be influenced they are not dependent on what anyone else thinks and so uh, for example for a long time everyone in the world thought the world was flat Hmm. Uh, but that didn't change the fact that the world was a globe right it was round And uh, so there are truths that don't depend on what anyone else thinks, and those are called objective truths or things, um, uh, objective matters. And so the existence of God would be something. If nobody believes God exists or if everyone believes God exists, it wouldn't influence whether God exists or not. Hmm. He's either there or he's not there, and that's independent of anyone's opinion. Um, Another example would be if a doctor tells you you have cancer, It doesn't matter if you don't want to believe it Mm. or if you refuse to believe it, you're in denial. Uh, Your opinions, your feelings cannot change the truth of the situation that you have cancer. And so there are objective things that don't depend on people's opinions or their their feelings.
0: Hmm. Well, that leads me to this next question. You talked about a philosophical view called postmodernism. And in its extreme form, it claims that nothing is true for all people. We each have our own truth. So how did you respond to that idea?
1: Yeah, we didn't uh, unpack postmodernism in great detail. There's a lot to this philosophy. But, yeah, in its extreme form, it would it would say that, that all truth is really uh, subjective. Everybody has their own truth. There's not any overarching truth that's that's true for everyone. And the problem with that is it's Mm. Um, self-refuting. A a self-refuting statement is a statement that basically destroys itself, right? It undercuts itself. It's like sawing off the limb that you're sitting on. Mm. Um, So some silly examples would be if someone were to say, uh, never use the word never, right? That's a self-refuting statement because you could say, wait, didn't you just use the word never in that actual yes. uh, claim that you should never use the word yes. never. Uh, or if someone said language is meaningless, you'd say, well, didn't you use language to just make that claim? It just sort of <laughs> undercuts itself, right? Yep. Or I've chosen to believe that nobody has free will. You know, Well, <laughs> there's a problem there. Okay. So I think the same thing is the case when you deny truth, right? So if someone says there is no truth, uh, you can say, so the truth is that there's no truth? you're making a truth claim, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the very act of saying there's no truth is making a truth claim, so it's it's a self-refuting uh, statement. Or if someone says, nothing is true for all people, you could say, well, is that statement true for all people? right? Uh, you're trying to convince me that this claim is true, so apparently you think something can be true for, for all people. No one has the absolute truth. You can say, well, is that absolutely true? Or you know we each have our own truth. So Christianity may be true for you, but it's not true for me. Mm-hmm. I've heard that a yep. number of times, yep. actually, from people. Um, well, so we each have our own truth. Is is that claim only true uh, for you, right? So uh, so there's definitely a problem uh, with uh, the denial of truth. It's self-refuting.
0: Hmm. Now some folks will accept that science, for example, is objective, but they will be postmodernists about religion and morality they'll say that religious or moral claims are never objectively binding on all people they're just a matter of personal belief and preference so what did you have to say about that
1: yeah so this instead of the more radical kind of thing we were just talking about you know there is no objective truth this would be willing to say well yeah there's there's things that are objective i mean science you know science is about facts and evidence and it's objective and mm-hmm. that sort of thing but Religious claims, moral claims, these are all kind of fluffy. These are all just how you feel inside. It's your own personal opinion. It's your own personal path to what you believe is God and that kind of thing. Um, But that's just clearly not the case, right? Just take a few religious claims, and you can see that that they are objective truth claims, right? right? Like Jesus died for your sins. What would make that true? Uh, not my opinion or anyone else's opinion, what would make it true is that Jesus really did die for our sins. And whether we accept that or like that or believe it uh, doesn't really change the truth of this, right? It's true if it's true. Uh, The Christian God exists. Well, what would make that true is the Christian God just exists. Um, Even uh, moral questions, right? So sex outside of marriage is against God's moral law. Well, what would make that true is that there is a God who has a moral law, and the moral law would say that sex outside of marriage is, is wrong. And if that's if that's the case, then that would be a true statement. I may not like the statement, or I may not want to accept it or live by it, but I, it can't be true for me and not true for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and this is even true about non-Christian uh, religious claims, like the, the statement, Islam is true and Muhammad was a prophet of God. That is an objective claim, right? So what would make it true is that, well, Muhammad just was a prophet. Right. And the, the, the God of Islam does exist. It just Islam is true. Uh, well, I, I certainly don't think that's the case. But what would make that true or false is not anyone's belief. It's, mm-hmm. it's the objective reality of it. So moral and religious claims certainly can, can be objective.
0: That's that's super helpful. So now that you have established the that objective truth cannot be denied, and that religion and morality clearly make objective truth claims, you wrapped up a discussion of what is true about the identity of us as human beings. So as we close, uh, can you sum up what you said about that?
1: Yeah, I'll I'll kind of start us off here. So uh, some people would say that you know humans. Uh, and their identity are very different than, say, an object like a key, right? So a key um, has an identity or a purpose before it even begins to exist, right? The key maker who created it, designed it, has already conceptualized, I'm going to make this chunk of metal into a key, and it's going to have teeth that look a certain way so that it fits a certain lock and it opens a door. And, And the purpose of this key is already... Determined, already decided before the key ever is created and, and begins to exist. But some will say, well, that's totally different with humans, right? Little baby comes into the world. There's no creator. There's no designer that made that human. And so there is no identity that's inherent to that, that human. There is no purpose for which this hmm. human exists. Uh, th- you, we, we're kind of like blank slates, even. We can kind of decide our own identity, uh, sounds kind of convenient, mm-hmm. but uh, of course, if Christianity is true, uh, or even if a lot of other different worldviews are true, um, we have an identity uh, objectively that that uh, applies to us, whether we like it or not, whether we want it or not. Uh, so Trey's going to kind of talk to us about about that part.
2: Yeah. It, so if Christianity is true, like Zach said, we have this identity. From even before we are born um, and uh, leaning into this in a world full of uncertainty and full of questioning and um, especially as, as a teenager but even adults can be um, make a real big impact on how you live life and view yourself and so the one of the biggest things is that you are unconditionally loved mm-hmm. beyond measure mm-hmm. by the God of the universe um, and you're created by that God for a purpose you, you have a purpose. It's not meaningless. How you came about, how humanity came about, isn't just by happenstance or by accident or by uh, mutations. It's No, you are here for a purpose. And uh, your purpose is to love God and it's to love others. And uh, another part of your identity, though, is that you are a rebel. You've rebelled against God and his rule, his reign, his moral code. Um, And you've chosen to do things your own way, not rely on him. You've separated yourself from God. Um, And that brings us to another piece of our identity for every human on the world, whether you believe it or not. If Christianity is true, this is true for all people, that we're all in need uh, for Jesus to forgive our sins and to receive the sacrifice that, that he did on the cross to save us, redeem us, cleanse us, and uh, be forgiven and again this if it's true it's true for all people that we are all offered this gift of salvation and we're all called to live a christ-like life and we are all offered eternal life and these are things that are a part of your identity that don't depend on your opinion your feelings if christianity is true then this is true not just for christians but this is true for all people in the world. That that we are created on purpose. That we are loved. That we are offered this gift of eternal life, and all we have to do is accept it.
0: It's pretty powerful when you put that all together. Uh, gosh, we're blessed um, by the truth of God. Thank you. We're blessed by you too, and uh, it's helping us as as parents to come alongside our students that are learning some phenomenal stuff. So if you've got more questions about Connection Point, you can go to cp.church and that's a good starting place to get some of your questions answered. And God bless you. We'll be back before you know it with more helpful tools.